Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McCallan. According to KXTV in Sacramento, California, eight-year-old visually impaired Leilani Layla Gonzalez enjoys the same activities just like four-sided kids at her age. Layla loves going to school, singing, and watching the Disney movie Moana. Layla is low vision and doesn't read like her fellow classmates. So Ceres High School students in Ceres, California created 3D printed Braille magnets the magnets have all the letters of the alphabet and punctuation marks. Here to talk about the magnets are Layla, her mom Vanessa, Series Unified School District Inclusion Support Specialist Stephanie Alvarez, and Series High School Sophomore Nathan Pethian. Welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody, tell us about yourselves. Uh, I'm Nathan. I'm a sophomore at Series High, and I really enjoy technology. Um, my name is Vanessa. I'm Leilani's mom. Uh, my name is Stephanie Alvarez. I'm an inclusion support specialist, and some of my duties include collaborating with IEP site teams, assisting the general education teacher with the implementation of IEP accommodations and modifications, making suggestions for the learning environment, educating peers on inclusive practices, and providing ideas for instructional strategies and supports that help students with disabilities learn. Hi, my name's Layla. Um, I go to Atkinson Elementary. Um, I'm good at the game Walker, and I like the Disney movie Moana because I like when she sings. Now, Layla, you like Disney's Moana singing and going to school. What do you like to learn at school? Math. Math. Do you like to add and subtract? Yes. Wow. I do, too. What do you like to sing? The middle. Okay. Could you sing maybe just a just a short little bit of that for us? Yes. Baby, why don't you just me in the middle? I'm losing my mind just a little. So why don't Excellent. Fabulous, fabulous. What are your favorite parts of Disney's Moana? When she sings, when Molly sings, you're welcome. Ah, cool. Vanessa, tell us about your daughter's vision and how she became visually impaired. Well, Leilani was born with a rare disorder called holoprosencephaly, which affects the brain and can sometimes cause optic nerve hypoplasia, which in her case it did. I see. So can she see shadows, but she's mostly blind? She can see some shadows, um, but for the most part, yes, she is blind. Now, before she got the 3D magnets, how difficult was it for your daughter to read in school? She wasn't reading at all. She was just kind of following along when other students or the teacher would read. That must have been a big challenge for her, you and her teachers, right? Um, probably more so for her teachers and her. Wow. It must have been very hard. But, Stephanie, 
How did you decide on the special idea of creating the 3D Braille magnets for Layla? One day I was speaking with Layla's general education teacher during my weekly visit to the classroom, and I saw Layla manipulating standard magnets, and she really was enjoying herself. I knew that one of the series instructional classroom norms is to utilize whiteboards so the students can show what they know, and it helps to inform the teacher's instruction. So typically, students use a, an Expo marker to display answers for their teacher. Since Layla is a student with visual impairment, writing the answers was not very practical and it would not promote her goals to become fluent with Braille. I turned to Pinterest to see if there was something out there that could be purchased or created to help Leilani with access to this activity. I was able to find magnet Braille letters that could be purchased, but they only provided the alphabet in order to write words. A student may need several to write a word, for example, so I knew that wasn't going to work. While browsing more through Pinterest, I came upon a pin that led me to the website called pinshape.com. I soon discovered that they offered free files for Braille letters and numbers and characters that could be 3D printed. These specific files offered a visual representation of the letter, number, or character on the top and the Braille representation on the bottom. This would allow for Layla to utilize the Braille portion and for her teacher to be able to read the visual portion. I envisioned that we could print the tiles and then attach a magnetic strip to the back to make them into magnets. Um, before I was selected for my current position, I worked at Series High and I knew that they had a 3D printer. Exactly. And I contacted the Manufacturing Production and Green Technology Academy teacher and asked if he had some students that would want to work on this project. I thought it would be a great way to promote an inclusive culture within our community. And it's a beautiful example of how inclusion has had a powerful, profound, and positive impact on our district. It has brought teachers together to collaborate. It has taught the manufacturing students how to problem solve and overcome obstacles. And it's going to provide Layla the means to show conceptual understanding on her magnet, magnetic board with Braille, much the same way as her peers are using whiteboards and markers. Do you guys think the magnets are already helping her? Yes. Yes. Why? Because when the teacher says, so when the teacher says chin it, um, I, she gets to read it. I see. Now, Nathan, you and your fellow Manufacturing Production and Green Technology Academy students got this opportunity to create these special 3D Braille letters. How did you and your fellow students, how, how, how were you all given this special assignment first? And how um, were you able to come up with this innovative solution? Um, what happened was our teacher, Mr. Brown, he just came up to me and said, hey, do you want to help this little girl in school? He didn't even give us a name. And we all said, sure, why not? It'd be a great idea. And so we spent a couple of weeks making uh, Braille letters and putting the assignment for someone we didn't even know. Now, I'm sure this was one fun assignment in that the, you used a 3D printer at your school to create the magnets, right? Yeah, we actually used three or four. Three or four 3D printers. Wow. How long did it take to make the final product? Um, 
it takes about an hour for one letter. So it took us about three, four weeks, maybe a month and a half. Up to one and a half months. That is a very long time. Now, what what was the whole process for making each of the letters? The whole process was, first of all, downloading the file so then we could have the letters and punctuation marks and the numbers. And then we would put it into a program called a slicer. And then we would uh, slice the program, which is telling the uh, 3D printer what layers to put up and how to put it up and how fast. So we use the slicer to put the letters in there and we put it on a SD card and then we put it into the printer and just set it off and going and it took hours to just do it. And we took weeks to just redo the process little by little until we finally got all the letters. Now, did the 3D printers run overnight to print out all these letters? Um, mostly, yeah. We would start one overnight, and then once it was finished, we would start one in the morning, so then it would be done by the end of the school day, so then I could restart it, and it would go at night. I see. Fascinating. What do the letters look like? Uh, the letters look like they have the actual letter on top, so then the teacher can see it, and then the braille on the bottom, so then Leilani can feel them, and both the teacher and Leilani can both feel and see what they're doing. Now, is her teacher in support of these letters? It's really helped the teacher be able to see what Leilani knows as far as phonics and reading. They do an activity in the class where um, they're given a word and they they hear the word, they stretch the word, and they're trying to break apart phonemes and hear different sounds and then spell the word. And all of her peers will have a whiteboard and marker to spell the word. And now Leilani can show what she knows because she's able to use the magnetic board and the teacher can see that she's able to spell the words correctly. Layla, what do you like about the letters? Um, they're very fun and I get to spell my new spelling words with them. What new words have you spelled with the letters? Fork, more, care, and I, I can't remember all the other ones. Those are good ones. Yeah. Fork, wear, and tear. We're glad you really like the letters. Stephanie and Vanessa, How are there any other ways that the magnets have helped Layla succeed with reading in school? Can you give us some additional examples? Um, I haven't seen math yet, but I think that eventually, I know reading, it's, allowing her to represent her answer and um, participate in those activities where other students are using whiteboards. She's also using her magnetic board to show the answers for reading. Um, but I'm sure with math, she'll be able to use them as well to show different equations and different math problems. Nathan, does your class plan to create more 3D Braille magnets for more blind and visually impaired people? Uh, right now, no, but eventually I think we will because our class is just great and whenever we're given a task for anybody, I think we can do what it takes to just help them. 
Do you know? Do you guys know of anybody else who's done 3D printed Braille magnets? Of course, we know Series is, but anybody else? Um, not that I could find online. I know the files are out there and they are free, which is very helpful. Um, so I'm sure there are other people that have used the files before, but none that I could find on Google. Nathan, we're curious if this project has given you and your team ideas on how you might continue to develop technology for use by the blind. Um, right now, no, we haven't got any ideas. But currently, our entire class and our team are thinking of ideas just how to help people. And, and that that's a very good thing. I think, Nathan, you guys are doing an, a great service for people. And um, um, now, um, your your 3D printer that printed out each of the magnets, how big is it? Is it really big or really small? Um, it's kind of small. It's maybe a like eight inches by eight inches for like a platform, but we were only allowed to use like maybe four by four of like that area, like the entire middle. Four by four. That that's that's pretty small. Um, yeah. Did did you use a special computer program to create the magnets? Uh, no, we didn't. We didn't use it to create the magnets, but we used a special program called or. Can't think of it right now, but um, it's called like Zortrax. We use that program to put in the models, and then we use that to print it. Hmm. Okay. All right. Now, um, um, since Layla likes math, do these uh 3D printed letters do they also include numbers? Uh, yes, they do. They include multiple numbers and uh, signs for addition, uh, division. That's fantastic. So it's got your zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Okay. And and then and when she does her math, she can move the uh, numbers and the plus and minus signs and equal signs all around to get the numbers that she wants. Yeah, that's correct. Um. Yeah, she could also use her abacus to solve and then represent just her answer on the magnetic board, which oh, is really helpful. Wait, wait, the abacus, that little math instrument where you, like, move the little pegs, right? Yes. Yeah, it's it's going to be a little time probably before she's going to use a calculator. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so, um, Nathan, did you actually come by her class? during class to surprise Layla with the uh, magnets? Yeah. And, 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 and how did her fellow students feel about the magnets? Did they want to look at them too and try them out? Um, no. No? Okay. <laughs> because when I was, because when I was in school, um, once one student, one of my old friends had um che at a bag of Cheetos, okay, that he had uh-huh. for lunch, and and he and and he said free food, free food, and then and like everybody just stormed in and grabbed all the Cheetos. <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah. I was I was in the um, I I was in the the uh, sixth grade when that happened. Now now these magnets 
they have little uh, punctuation marks, right? Which punctuation marks do they? And, and if so, which punctuation marks are there? Um, I think it it has all of them. Has, Quotation marks, yeah, colon, has, semicolon, parentheses, exclamation points, periods, question marks. Yeah, it's got a lot. Everything that you would need for a while. <laughs> now, if this proof, now if these special letters prove successful, and as Layla gets older, and when she gets into the more advanced math and more of the advanced English, do you think there will be a possibility that more additional Braille letters, like, for instance, like symbols like AX squared plus BX squared, all those equations will be printed for her? I could see, um, I could see her using the board to represent her answer, but not to work out a problem because that's not best practice. Um, the whiteboards are to show the teacher and to inform instruction. They're not necessarily for the student to use to write answers out with. So right. I think to show her final answer, that the same magnets would still work. Um, okay. Maybe a plus or minus sign, but she could always take the plus and the minus and put it one on top of the other for those answers when she gets into high school. Um, so I think it's a pretty complete set to show what she knows. And, and I think using that in combination with the whiteboard is going to help her. I think the whiteboard is good for any visually impaired student to look at, you know, answers and what the teacher's writing on the board, because I, I understand that's now required, correct? Um, it's, it's very helpful. It's a very good strategy to help the teacher know what the students are thinking. They they can represent their thoughts on the whiteboard and then the teacher can check the answers. So this just gives the teacher a way to check Layla's answers, just like she's checking all of the her peers' answers in the same way. Well that this is great. This is this is really cool stuff. Everybody, how can our listeners learn more about the 3D printed Braille magnets and maybe purchase or make their own Braille magnets? Well, we found the files on pinshape.com. Um, you can search on Pinterest, and I just typed in Braille magnets, and that website will come up, and you just follow the, the link, and they have um, many files, many Braille files um, that can be turned into magnets. Did you guys find any more? Uh, no, we didn't, because... That site has literally everything that we needed for the project. Well, these are cool magnets. Is there anything else that you all would like to add? No, just thank you to the Zurich High students yes, who made you. the magnets for Layla. I had no idea they took that long to make. Job well done. Yeah, this, this, this was a big job, but you all pulled it off. And, th and Layla, thank you so much for coming on today. And, and, no, and Abby, you, did, you did a great job singing, by the way. Um, tell everyone to give a round of applause. Okay, I'm going to tell all my listeners to give a round of applause. <laughs> That's their applause. <laughs>
Um, well, for dominoes, how will I have to do that with the holes? Okay, dominoes. Well, I, I think dominoes is going to be, that's going to be a future project. But every, everyone, <laughs> these magnets are awesome. We hope that the magnets help young visually impaired children, like Layla, read letters and words for a lifetime of reading. Thank you all so much for joining us today. Before we go, listeners, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website. That's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. My new email address is speakout at acbradio.org and my show archive is at acbradio.org slash speaking-out-for-the-blind. Please note that there is a link located at the top half of the page and below the heading that says Home Speaking Out for the Blind, where you can subscribe to the podcast feed and listen to Speaking Out for the Blind shows, ranging from episode 94 to the present. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening, and remember to speak out. Here at ACB Radio Mainstream, we are always working to improve the quality of our programming. If you have any feedback about anything you have heard here on ACB Radio Mainstream, please let us know by sending an email to support at acbradio.org. That's support at acbradio.org. You are listening to ACB Radio Mainstream, connecting the blind community. Luscious ocean waves, peaceful music, inviting us to spend time together in the quiet. This show, in its sixth year and now on ten stations, brings each week peaceful music and inspiring messages for greater well-being. What if some added peacefulness could give you some extra elasticity of spirit during your week? What if added quiet time could make a difference in actions versus reactions, in choices and overall quality of life? I'm Debbie Hazelton, bringing this show each Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern here on ACB Radio Interactive. I hope you'll join us where together our time we spend in the quiet makes a positive difference in our world. That's Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern, here on ACB Radio Interactive, in the quiet. The American Council of the Blind has established the Legacy Society to honor and recognize individuals who have communicated their intentions to include ACB in their estate plans via a bequest or another type of planned gift. We want to acknowledge individuals for including ACB in their will while they are still living. 
so that we can thank them for their commitment to perpetuating ACB's good work for years to come. Says ACB President Kim Charlson, more information about the Legacy Society and how you can help is available from Tom Tobin, Director of Development at ttobin, T-T-O-B-I-N, at acb.org, or by phone at 800-424-8666, option 5. Thank you for listening to ACB Radio and for considering ACB's future financial needs. champion Bobby Levani here with my brother Terry and my nephew Justin. You know, every sport has its essential safety gear. For racing, we wear helmets, fire retardant suits, and no Mex gloves. For fishing, waterfowl hunting, and boating, we wear life jackets. After an intense race, there's nothing more relaxing than bass fishing or a little duck hunting on the lake. But we're the first ones to tell you, on the track or on the water, accidents happen fast. In a crash, there's no time to put on a helmet. And when a boater capsizes or is thrown from the boat, there's rarely time to reach a stowed life jacket. But today's life jackets are lightweight and comfortable. Fishing or hunting, they don't get in your way. That's why you won't catch a Levani on the water without a life jacket. Don't let us catch you either. Remember, you're in command. Boat safely. This message brought to you by the United States Coast Guard. For more information on boating safety, visit www.uscgboating.org. 